This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. It's day 33 of the UAW strike, and yesterday at Ford's iconic Rouge plant, Bill Ford practically pleaded with the union to bring the strike to an end. Here's what he had to say. We can stop this now. And I call on my great UAW colleagues, some of whom I've known for decades. Many are close personal friends. We need to come together to bring an end to this acrimonious round of talks. Chairman Bill Ford went on to warn that the supplier community will start to collapse with an expanded strike. And MEMA, the Motor Equipment Manufacturers Association, which represents the supplier community, says the strike is already hurting them. 39% of suppliers have laid off line workers, up from 30% last week. Half of the suppliers who haven't laid off any workers say they will start laying them off in the next two weeks. And 80% of MEMA's members say they are worried about the financial stability of the suppliers that supply them. Even so, the union shows no signs of backing down, just the opposite. Sean Fain, the UAW president, immediately shot down Bill Ford's plea with this post on X. Bill Ford knows exactly how to settle this strike, Fain wrote. Instead of threatening to close the rouge, he should call up Jim Farley, tell him to stop playing games and get a deal done, or we'll close the rouge for him. The last UAW strike in 2019 against General Motors lasted 40 days, so we think Fain may want to go at least 41 days to prove he's tougher than the last generation of union leadership. And now we move over to Tesla, where analysts are predicting that third quarter sales and profits will be down. Even so, the damage will likely be limited. Morgan Stanley forecasts that gross profit margins will be 17.5%, down from 18.1%. But in China, Tesla could be facing bigger problems. Car News China reports that last week, BYD, Li Auto, GAC, and Wu Ling all outsold Tesla with NEVs in China. Now, those are numbers that are based on insurance registrations, and it's only for one week, and several of those brands sell more than just BEVs. So the numbers could change a lot by the end of the month. But it sure is surprising to see that Tesla has slipped into fifth place for new energy vehicles in China. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The Alliance for Automotive Innovation, a lobbying group in the U.S. that represents most of the major automakers, is once again criticizing the Biden administration's proposal to boost the fuel economy standards. NHTSA is proposing to increase requirements 2% per year for passenger cars and 4% for trucks and SUVs from 2027 until 2032. This would result in a corporate average fuel economy, or CAFE target, of 58 MPG for an automaker's fleet. And the alliance says, This will result in vehicle prices increasing $3,000 on average by 2032 because of all the fines automakers will receive for not being able to comply. 
Last month, the alliance claimed automakers will face more than $14 billion in fines for noncompliance if NHTSA doesn't revise the proposal. Toyota continues to show more future EV concepts that it will display at the Japan Mobility Show at the end of the month. This is the Koyobako, a boxy little van that shares its name with a special type of shipping container and can be adapted for a number of uses. Toyota shows how it could be used for delivery or as a small shuttle in a commercial setting, as well as for private owners to carry all their gear or to convert it into a wheelchair accessible van. The interior features two display screens, one thin one mounted up high and near the windshield and another just in front of the rectangular steering wheel. Toyota didn't provide any details about the powertrain other than to say it's a BEV, but it did reveal it's about 4 meters or 13 feet long and only about 1.8 meters or under 6 feet wide, so it would fit nicely into most tight spaces. Another EV startup is filing for bankruptcy. Last week it was for Chinese EV maker WM Motor, and today Volta Trucks is doing the same. The commercial EV startup that was founded in 2019 announced it will file for bankruptcy in Sweden, which is where it's headquartered, and it will do the same in the UK where it has other operations. Volta says it had difficulty raising cash after its battery supplier Proterra filed for bankruptcy back in August, which reduced Volta's production targets. But there's also a lot more competition in or coming to the electric truck segment. We have more details about a Stellantis partnership with Chinese automaker Leap Motor that we first reported about in late August. Car News China reports that Stellantis is wrapping up its investment to buy a vehicle platform from Leap Motor that supports both BEV and extended range electric vehicles. Leap Motor has already shown its own model on this platform, an SUV called the C10, but the company always hoped to supply it to other automakers. That now includes Stellantis, but previous reports say that VW's standalone Jetta brand in China is also getting the platform. And as we know, the Volkswagen brand signed a deal to get an EV platform from Xpeng, and Audi is turning to SAIC for an EV platform. So a number of foreign companies are turning to Chinese automakers to speed up their electric transition. Automakers want to reduce their reliance on rare earth elements because the market is dominated by China and there are environmental concerns over mining them. That's why a UK-based car audio company called Warwick Acoustics has developed speakers that don't use rare earth elements. While there is a lot of focus on reducing rare earths in EV motors, Warwick says as much as 30% of the rare earth content in a premium EV is actually in the audio system. Instead of a magnet, Warwick speakers replaces them with a one millimeter thin electrostatic panel, which reduces the weight by 90% compared to a conventional speaker. It also says its panels are made from 100% biomass upcycled and recyclable materials, which makes it even more sustainable. Warwick says it's in the final stages of making them for its first customers, but it did not say what companies will use it. 
If someone were to design a new age version of early Dust Buster minivans, we'd think you'd get something like this, the all-new Liato Mega MPV. It's the company's first pure BEV and features a roof-mounted LiDAR, an 800-volt electronic architecture, and a Quillen battery from CATL. And no matter what you think of the looks, Liato teases that it will have excellent aerodynamics. And I wanted to let you know that we launched an all-new website at www.autoline.tv. It's cleaner, easier to read and search, and it's all part of our effort to help keep you informed on the global automotive industry. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for making Autoline a part of your day. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.